Hello and welcome to the Turn by Turn podcast. My name is Aman and I'm the co-host of this show. I'm Ravish, uh, your second co-host. And uh, welcome to the introductory episode of Turn by Turn. It is a Formula One podcast where we plan to discuss pretty much everything related to Formula One. Aman, yeah, we're going to be discussing all the formats of the race. We are going to be talking about qualifying, about sprint races. Which, Ravish, any opinion that you have for sprint races, can you tell us? What do you think about them? Oh, we're diving right into it. So, <laughs> sprint races. I think I think we've had some pretty good races, some pretty good sprint races so far. Like, the Brazil 2023 race, sprint race was pretty good yesterday. Mm. Um, there was some pretty good racing between... Alonso and wait, I don't remember exactly, but there was some pretty good racing through and through. You know, mm-hmm. some some of the drivers managed to make their soft tires last, some didn't. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've seen Brazil 2021 was a brilliant sprint race with Hamilton charging through the field. And mm-hmm. uh, I think we've seen some other good races, but yeah, a lot of people have issues with the sprint format but mm-hmm. personally i enjoy it mm-hmm. well i honestly although i enjoyed my only complaint is it kills the excitement for the race on sunday like back in the oh. day uh you know like let's get into a little about how we got into f1 you know uh we were cycling and then i mentioned to you about you know formula one and then you went home and watched it and then i used to watch it, and we decided to watch it together on sundays so I remember back in the day, both of us used to really look forward to Sunday because we're like, oh, you know, it's F1, yeah. we're going to meet, we're going to order food and then it's going to be a good day and then, you know, we go home in the night and whatever. So I feel like it kills the excitement of the Sunday race. But then again, it's like also more of more racing that we get to see. So it has its pros and cons, but I feel like in the long run, it's, a, it's too much of a strain on the drivers as well because they have such a long calendar. But uh, I yeah, guess I mean, we are reaching a pretty. We're basically at an all-time high in terms of the length of the calendar, right? Yeah. Uh, it was supposed to be twenty-four races, but then Russia got cancelled, so it was twenty-three. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's definitely stressful, and I'm pretty sure this is exactly what Max Verstappen said, right? He said that Sundays are no more special because we also have like half a third of the race. Happening yeah. on Saturday. Saturday. So, yeah. I mean, and I, I uh, don't know if you want to be agreeing with Max, but <laughs> uh, but no, some of that is true, and also sometimes I think like it gives you like an idea of what Sunday's race might look like. Like you can determine the pace of the Mercedes, the Red Bulls, the Ferraris, the Alpines, the Aston Martins. You can tell like you know where they probably are going to finish if they start the race from a certain place. Although you can have a few surprises, but then. It's kind of a spoiler for Sunday's race in a way, I would say. Right. Yeah, I mean, so do you think it's good that we get to know what Sunday's going to look like? Or do you think uh, no, it kills no. the surprise? I did kill the surprise, honestly. It's not like we anyway don't know. Like, throughout the year, you know, Max has been dominating. Uh, there's a really? good battle in the midfield. I didn't notice. <laughs> good, uh, good midfield battle. So, in those terms, yeah, no, you can definitely already determined what Sunday's order might look like. But the sprint just gives it off even more. So, I think that's that. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, a, and it's also quite the debatable. Sprint, uh, 
Yeah, if there's damage to any car in the sprint, you know, that again is going to cost a lot of money to repair. Also yeah, takes time yeah. and whatnot. And uh, obviously some teams don't have the same amount of funding as the others. Like yeah. Haas has been struggling, I guess, financially for a couple of years. But mm-hmm. obviously Mercedes and Red Bull are thriving. And I'm pretty sure yeah. for the budget cap, again, don't quote me on this, but I read somewhere that Mercedes had spent almost four hundred and fifty million pounds per mm-hmm. year on developing their car, which is an insane number given the budget cap now is hundred and fifty million. Yeah, yeah, it is crazy, so, and also like they have only like four power units for the entire season. So and sprint is like what six races this year, if I'm not wrong. I don't so, know the exact number, but yeah, something along those lines. Yeah, so even the power unit gets used up a lot uh, in terms of like the efficiency will reduce. Uh, yeah, it is. I don't know rounds. if it's a Ferrari problem or not, but like fucking the hydraulics failed yesterday, and it happened that car lost two races ago. Do they? Do they not? Do they not yeah, realize? I read. Um, uh, after. After the Brazil Grand Prix today, mm-hmm. Charles Leclerc said that during the formation lap, his hydraulics cut out, which meant he lost power to the engine and he lost his power steering. So, yeah, yeah that's why he went straight into the barrier. Yeah. And uh, for yeah. some reason, Sao Paulo, the track is still using old school tires instead of the new techro barriers so it mm. took a while to repair yeah. that crazy yeah. but anyway uh, do you want to talk about why we're doing this uh, yeah so we are doing this because we love F1 and uh, we. I mean to be fair we have been doing things related to content creation yeah. for many years now uh, almost half a decade yeah i mean obviously it started off with just comedy skits and very light-hearted stuff uh, and then we had yours mentally which you're still doing and it's like going very well mm-hmm. and uh yeah f1 is something we have been uh been into for the last few years now yeah. so actually yeah. you mentioned earlier how we got into f1 i think when we when it started, I honestly did not see see it going this far. Yeah, because yeah. I remember we were cycling up Valkeshwar, um, and you were telling me about the drama which happened with Force India in twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. and I was like, since when did this guy start watching Formula One? Like I didn't even know he likes racing. And then you yeah. you told me about it like two or three times about uh, Drive to Survive and uh, yeah. the entire controversy. And yeah. I don't know if I should be mentioning this, but of course, back in the day, you were a Vijay Malia fan for whatever reason. <laughs> no, I'm uh, still a Vijay Malia fan. What do you oh, mean, Walls? Bro, I don't know if you want to admit that to the internet. <laughs> but uh, I mean, sure, if you want to, go ahead. Yeah, but, the king of good times. Of course, of course. But yeah, you told me about that. And then, and then I was thinking to myself, like, this kind of sounds interesting. And then I just went home uh, after the second or third time you mentioned it. And I went to YouTube and searched 
Formula One. And then it gave me like race highlights and whatnot. I just started watching during dinner instead of um, watching <laughs> Minecraft. Minecraft YouTubers, I, I started watching F1 highlights. And I'm like, whoa, this is like super cool. And then after that, it was it was downhill from there. And it was all F1 from, from then on out. Yeah, and I also think like it was a factor of like uh, binding us more, like getting us closer than we already are. 100%, because we spent yeah. uh, we spent a lot of time discussing F one and only F one. Um, I mean, firstly, and... yeah, firstly we used to spend hours a day cycling anyway, right? Three yeah, to four yeah. hours every day. <laughs> uh, yeah, especially in twenty twenty. So, yeah, and then we spent a lot of time discussing F1, learning about F1, watching it. Every Sunday, we used to watch F1. And, yeah, yeah. my God, that was that was a time, man. That was a time. Yeah, that was it was very enjoyable. I remember in off-season, we used to be like, shit, what do we do now on Sundays? Let's watch old yeah. races now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, honestly, I did enjoy watching the old races, like Canada 2011. That mm-hmm. was that was a good race, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, crazy race. I think Button had come back uh, for a pretty impressive win. Uh, yeah, that was. Yep, a it was crazy it was Jensen race. Button. Yeah, the the rain had taken over and whatnot. Yeah, insane. Well, old races were very golden to watch. Yeah, no to... DRS. You know, just pure pure racing. The light nimble yeah. cars. Yeah, crazy. I, I mean, uh, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I actually watched F1 back then because, you know, I was seven mm-hmm. years old. Yeah. And you hadn't introduced <laughs> me to it back then. Not that I even yeah. knew who you were back then. <laughs> uh, but yeah. yeah, but of course, like watching it now, uh, watching the whole highlights, it is pretty mm-hmm. nice to see that, you know. Because yeah. a lot of uh, older fans, they they do say like you know I miss the V8 era and whatnot because they lived through it and they saw it. Like yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But uh, for I think for me to say it personally doesn't hold as much value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, it does not hold any emotional value. I would say to both of us. Uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, I mean, yeah. I I guess I think I could say this for you also. But the only emotional connection you could possibly have to like the early 2010s or the late uh, 2000s would be Hamilton and Vettel. Because, yeah, I mean, we have seen a lot of Vettel winning in uh, like his championship years, right? We've seen a lot of the highlights. We've seen the whole races. Mm-hmm. And we loved him in Ferrari. We loved him in Aston Martin. We love him now when he's saving the bees. Yeah. So, yeah, so I mean, is, yeah. yeah, you you introduced me back then, like when I was getting mm-hmm. into it, you told me about Vettel's prime years and whatnot. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, you want to talk a little bit about Vettel and Charles? No, I think Vettel, honestly, is the best man in the world for me. He's just too good of a person. Like, he's too good to be true in some ways, you know. He's just all of his work off track and just how good of a human being he was even in the paddock uh, and just everything that how what he was to the drivers how he helped them it was very 
very good not a lot of people in the paddock do that so i think that's very important to kind of note and acknowledge and also charles uh, i'm a charles fanboy which is clearly not going <laughs> very good this season oh last uh, season that's some yeah la- no last season he came second in the championship it was good <laughs> it was <laughs> better than anything that we have witnessed over the past 5 years so he but he uh, came second in a car which could have won the championship right yeah yeah i mean i can i i will choose not to comment in this introductory episode that's for a later yeah yeah we can uh, we can save the controversial statements for later later yeah Yeah. But uh, yeah, no. All in all, I'm, right. very, I'm looking. Yeah. Uh, Vettel was a pretty, uh, I guess he was a very fatherly figure for Charles. He was guiding him through, and of course, even for Mick, right? For both Charles yeah, yeah. and Mick, he was like a mentor in their lives. So yeah. yeah, I think Vettel super wholesome and wholesome. And personally, I am a Hamilton fan. Always have mm-hmm. been, and always <laughs> will be. Mm-hmm. So yeah, seeing seeing his old performances, two thousand and eight, uh, I think super work you know from him, and I love mm-hmm. to watch his old races, and honestly, like even his races, his current races, he's still doing really well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of he course, is. not. He's fighting for P two in the championship, but um, yeah, if he had a better car, but again, we'll save we'll save those discussions for later. later yeah but uh, yeah all in all uh, to everyone listening uh, to whoever is listening honestly we hope you enjoy listening to both of us discuss thing formula 1 we're new to this we're learning along the way we'll uh, try to get better with anything that we feel we're lacking at or that if you feel that we need to cover something more do drop us an email that is mentioned in the description and that's it from my side yeah. rish any closing statements uh yeah i mean you're right we are also of course learning because yeah. we've been watching for what 3 4 years now maybe yeah. a little more but uh yeah and we're going to be doing this podcast uh once twice a week you know after the sprint race after the main race the off season of course we'll still be churning out episodes discussing yeah. past races past controversies you know explaining things about formula 1 to people who want to get into it So mm-hmm. yeah I feel like we're going to have a lot of content for the older fans the newer fans people who want to get into it yeah. and uh, yeah I'm pretty excited you know formula 1 is something we both love mm-hmm. and uh, yeah I I really hope this uh, we have people who listen and enjoy yeah anyway uh, thank you for listening and we hope you enjoy this and we'll see you in the next episode bye bye bye